Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. The last few months have been a little bit shaky. I know I haven't been uploading as many pods, but I have a stacked lineup on the way for you guys. So, number one today, Justin Lovato. Justin was one of my very first podcast guests, and he was somebody who I've been following since I was 16 years old. I really looked up to him and really looked up to him a lot at one time. Um, I was a teenager, and he's who inspired me to get into cannabis and working out, um, which, and then he, you know, he would post photos on his Instagram. I'm 16, seeing him posting photos on Instagram of huge stacks of mushrooms, 10 grams on a scale. And, you know, that stuff really planted a seed in me and inspired me. So I remember when I did my first pod with him, you can check that out. I'll link it in the description. I was so fucking nervous. Mackenzie's holding the camera. She told me that's the only time she's ever seen me nervous. Mm -hmm. Like I was fucking red. Justin and I have become great friends. We've done many pods together, but I haven't seen him in a while in person. And uh, it was great to link up with him in Austin. So that's the podcast you're seeing. And um, yeah, I love him. He's very great. Check him out. Justin D. Lovato is his Instagram. He does great stuff. He does uh, plant medicine work and breathwork ceremonies and uh, lots of great things. He's awesome. I'm Feeling Mushroomy. You can hit the description if you want to get an I'm Feeling Mushroomy t-shirt. We have a couple of uh, virtual meetings coming up. You can check out my Instagram for more info on our virtual meetings. And uh, other than that, I got a stacked lineup for you guys. I'm flying out to Mexico next week have an epic guest coming. Gonna do some adventures in the Yucatan jungle. It's gonna be lit, so stay tuned. And I am fucking shivering. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but I am shivering. I am in Ohio for the holidays and I'm ill-prepared. Um, so anyway, guys, enjoy the episode. See ya. Justin Lovato is in the building. We're in his building. Hello. In his humble abode. I like how we're in the same chairs as before. As our first time meeting ever. That's true. That was our first time ever meeting. That's true. That Back a... in Venice. Uh-huh. Yeah, my house in Venice. And yeah, it was in these same chairs. So that's kind of neat. It is. It's really beautiful. Was yeah. this picture there or am I tripping? No, it was also there. Oh my God. It's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this picture was there. And probably that statue could have been in the... This thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to no, go back I, and look. Well, I know that this was... I was going to say, this looks familiar. But that was in my bedroom. So the stand, though, mm. was... Yeah, so a little deja vu. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to like throw... I'm going to have to throw a little clip in there. And that'll be for funny. For people to see our first time ever. For whatever reason, I really think I was wearing this shirt, but I don't know. You were. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm pretty sure you were. Do you think I was ago. wearing a headband? We gotta we get we gotta Almost. check. We gotta check. <laughs> it's funny. We gotta check. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, Justin, I I am curious though how you're feeling on the kava. We just oh, yeah. took about thirty shots of kava. It was Justin's first time ever, yeah. so I'm just interested. How are you uh, feeling? like you said, I feel I feel really grounded with it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was really nice. I like the earthiness of it for sure. Mm. Uh, even like a little bit of bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. I. I I honestly t- never have heard it until you brought it through. So thank you for introducing it to me. And the fact that you said you got it from a local space. Uh, I'm going to actually play with that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's a really fun one. Yeah, you it, know? Is, it is. Because it doesn't uh, like interfere with anything else you're using. You mm-hmm. know, it's not going to like, you know, fuck up your cannabis high. It's only mm-hmm. going to ground your cannabis high. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to, you know, it's not psychoactive. Yeah, I know? like it. I like yeah. it. It's and more of a body feeling. 
like I mentioned before, it'd be great to like do the sauna and cold plunge with this too. Mm. It's like even like yoga would feel great with this oh, yeah. conversation for sure. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can do anything with the kava. I like it. How did you discover it yourself? So I had like heard of it, but I really started drinking it when I was living in Hawaii. Mm. Um, because you know, grows there. So okay. is yeah. that where it's originated originated from? So it's originally from Fiji okay. and, uh, the South Pacific islands. And then, so like, and then it was brought to Hawaii, you know, by Polynesians a little later on. Cool. So yeah, it's a root and it just, you know, grows out there on these islands and it's been used like, you know, documented for thousands of years mm. and it's a real ritual, mm. you know, it's a real ceremony. I've had the privilege of doing a Hawaiian kava ceremony with my friend elijah who's he goes by son of oahu mm. um and his whole he's, he's all he's 100 hawaiian and like his whole life is educating people about hawaii he's incredible oh. yeah and so he put me through a kava ceremony where we paid homage to the ancestors mm. and we connected with the different elements and we would splash it on our over our shoulder and on our head for you know and it was like wow. it's on my youtube somewhere um yeah and it was like 20 30 minutes That's but cool. i've heard of like some of these fiji ceremonies are like there'll be like a hundred people mm. and they literally go glass by glass wow yeah so you just you like meditate as the i see as the wow as it, it gets passed around that's really cool yeah so you can like do whole ceremonies with it like you know mm. in a whole ritual fashion like whatever you connect with this may be a thing for me yeah. yeah i might start incorporating that i really dig it it's become a big thing for me like i was drinking it a lot out there fresh like this is powderized, mm. which is still great. Like the effects are, uh, you know, very sim- similar. It's about the same. Yeah. Awesome. But, um, you know, out there I would drink it fresh at this mm. place called Kanaka Kava, um, which Kanaka means of the land. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's native Hawaiians that run it. And so it's all Hawaiian food. It's one of the, like, you know, you'd think that in Hawaii there's just like, you know, authentic Hawaiian, organic, fresh mm. on the island food everywhere. But that's not the case. You really have to sniff it out, dude. Yeah, you know, it's been commercialized a lot. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Even as out well. in the jungle, I mean, you come out of the where I was like living in the jungle. You come out of the jungle, and you know, there's local stuff there, but you know, there's still Taco Bell and McDonald's yeah. out in the jungle. Yeah, you know, that is wild. It's wild. Not like you know, it's right I, outside of the yeah. jungle. There's a little town called Pahoa. Mm. Um, but anyway, Kava, the best. And Down. then, um, and then there's a, and then so I was like not using it regularly though. I just was drinking it when I was in Hawaii, and then there was a kava bar in Cleveland, and I was staying in Cleveland, and I was like, you know what? Because I had like a, I was privileged to drink it fresh, mm. and so I had a like a um, a bias, and you know, and I didn't want to drink the powdered, mm. but I wouldn't yeah, have yeah, had fair some, enough, right, right. Yeah. But I wouldn't had some, and I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Mm. I was like, this is great. I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. Have you ever heard of anybody um, like mixing it with cacao? I haven't. No, the only thing, I mean, and I have like a, a, I know a little bit about it, you know, because from like the Hawaiian standpoint, but I don't know how it's used around, around the world. And like, I, the, the only thing they would mix it in with in Hawaii, like I said earlier, was the fresh coconut water. Um, but dude, I'm sure, I'm sure like that Kava bar, I didn't read what they were, but they have some different mixes. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been, so you could just go down there and see what they're doing. Like it was a cool spot. Cool. I'm definitely gonna, no, yeah, I, I forget gonna the name of it. I would shout it out. It's the only kava bar in Austin, though. So mm. if you're looking for it, it's the only it's one. Easy one to find. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, yeah thank man. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's good to see you, dude. It's good to have yeah. you back on. Yeah. You. Um, last time I saw you, just said it a little bit ago. It was in February. 
of last, last year. year. So a year and almost two years. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yes. Really? Yep. That's amazing. A year and seven months. That's amazing. Like and that. it, was, it was probably around that, almost the same amount of time. Maybe. I mean, before that, was it just the first time we met then? Yep. Wow, we're brothers. That's cool. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, this is our third time ever really? being together in the flesh. That's so weird because it feels um, much more connected, I would say, right? I yeah. know. I was telling Mackenzie that earlier. I was like, we just are in sync. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> a lot has changed since our previous conversations. Yeah, a lot has changed. Lot. We, we, yeah, we <laughs> chatted about it <laughs> the last night. I mean, there. you're in a whole different home, yeah. in a whole different zone. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in the same way. It's pretty epic. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, consistent growth, seeking growth. Uh, that's um, that's good. Mm -hmm. I like that. We don't have a you know a ton of time to like really get into what happened to you over the summer, but we yeah. had chatted about it. I just wanted to get into like, I didn't really get into it with you. Like, what kind of tools were you using to navigate through this? Like, mm. like, you know, how did you? Because yeah, There's the story you told power. me is fucking gnarly. Dude. Yeah, how can we? Like Justin got taken advantage of yeah. by a con artist. Con artist. Yeah. And then I had to deal with it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And yeah. So financially I got taken advantage and put in a really tough situation. Um a lot of people were involved, a lot of good people were involved that were getting screwed over because of this. And put put myself in a space that I've probably never been in for sure. And so the tools that I use to manage this stressful, uncomfortable, unknown situation um, was definitely my breath work and meditation. That was really powerful. It was hard to do it. That that was one thing that was really interesting. Like when it really got like, you know, scary for a moment. Like how am I how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna keep things, you know, how am I gonna keep these people safe? And you know, supported. Um, it was hard to meditate because the mind became really chatty mm -hmm. and I fell into the mental behavior of worry. So that was interesting to, to kind of play with um, in such a powerful way. And I kind of really got actually lost in the mind, I would say, in that, in that fear because um, there was so much uncertainty. Um, it was the first time I really got lost in a mind movie for a period of time. Mm. Uh, I would say almost three weeks. Wow. Yeah, which mm -hmm. is very rare for me to be lost in it for, for more than a few moments, I would mm -hmm. say, for the most part. Yeah, usually I can I can um, reopen my heart or, you know, be aware <laughs> and not, go, not be stressing or worrying about things fairly quickly. So... I think because there was like, it took three weeks to almost figure out how to fix it also or, or what have you, or, you know, whatever process that was. But yeah, what got me out of it, what really got me out of it. Yeah. It was doing my breath work and meditations, but I must be honest, it was hard to do them and, and really do them well, um, was a mantra. Mm. The mantra really pulled me out because, because mm. for that three weeks, because of that fear, I was, I was operating in that space in a lot of my my daily rituals too. Like waking up, it was there. And so it was in my meditation. It was in my workout. Like it was on my mind during my workout. It was on my mind during a walk. 
and I fell into the space of worrying and then trying to figure it out and do more than I could. And so any free time that I have where I normally would have spent being and existing and meditating and sunbathing, I wasn't doing those things because I thought I had to do more. I was worrying about things and I was more so worrying than actually doing anything about it. Mm. And so I, f you know, I figured out that I fell into this mental behavior of worry that wasn't doing me any good. And the mantra that pulled me out was I am at peace. I fully trust and I fully allow. And I first just heard it. It was like a voice that came through and which was probably during a meditation. So that's good to point out, like do your meditation so you can hear what comes through mm -hmm. for sure. Get the download. Yeah. Uh, but you gotta yeah. Gotta show up. Yeah. You gotta show up. Yeah. And I'm at peace. I fully trust. I fully allow. And I repeated it over and over. And, and then I remembered, I was able to like snap out of that, that mind movie of worry and dread and, and, and remember who the fuck I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and that was awesome because I really was at peace. As soon as I remembered who I, who I am, I was really at peace and I fully trusted and I fully allowed. And it was like gone. It was like, whoop, mm. which was really dope. And then I just, you know, did what I could do. And that's what I really looked at. I was like, okay, what, what do I have control over today? Mm. X, Y, and Z do those things. And then what should you do outside of that? Justin, cause worrying ain't working. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, go sit in the sun, mm -hmm. go raise your vibration, go it's get in the cold plunge. Feet, feet on the ground. Yeah, feet it's on the, the ground. It's the only answer. It is. It really <laughs> is. It's like, oh, raise your vibration. You know, mm -hmm. if you're if you're working with the laws of the universe, raise your fucking vibration. Mm -hmm. If that's all you can do, sitting in your house worrying about what if is a trap. Mm -hmm. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for watching this podcast with Justin Lovato. I hope you're enjoying it. He's an incredible human. It was a great conversation. I just wanted to let you know, if you want exclusive content and if you want to see all my videos early, you can check out Patreon. This video is sponsored by my Patreon because as of now, I don't have any sponsors for this podcast. So if you want to support me and what I'm doing, you can head over to my Patreon. It's only a couple bucks and I have a lot of exclusive vlogs on there. Some juicy shit, getting scammed at Chitsunitsa, uncovering the truth about Serpent Mound with Dakota Wint and Davey Reed. Very fun stuff. So if you want to see that shit, check it out. Thank you guys again for watching. I won't keep you any longer. Enjoy. So after you do what you can do, you know, if you need to send some emails, if you need to make a post or two, outside of that, do, do your present work, do your stillness work. Have a good session training, get in the sun, go for walks, get your feet on the grass, spend time with good people. I know that's hard to do when that worry kicks in, but that's the most important thing to do. Mm. It's, it's just expand upon uh, the I fully allow part of your mantra. What do you mean by that? You know, it's just surrendering what is. Mm -hmm. You know, I fully surrender to what is and and also to not resist it. Mm -hmm. like resist reality it's so funny anytime and 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 everybody if you really look at it anytime you feel divisiveness is when you are resisting reality mm -hmm. anytime mm -hmm. you know there was a lot of lessons in this space you know one of them was really not seeing things as good or bad which really helped me get through it as well when i saw it as something bad um it was bad mm -hmm. and so a perspective shift on that was also really powerful uh, I zoomed out and I was able to see it as just something that's happening and it's uncomfortable, but it's not bad. And that allowed me to really start looking for the little nuggets inside of it. Like what, what is here for me to learn? What is here for me to grow? What is this teaching me? Mm -hmm. And that was really cool too. Mm -hmm. Um, there was so many 
awesome lessons. I think another one was the law of detachment. Mm -hmm. You know, I had some powerful intentions with what I thought was going to happen. Like it was strong. It was, it was in my mind's eye and to have it be ripped away and in a really wild way. And, um, the story's insane. The story's, yeah, the it's story's fucking wild. bonkers. Yeah. I'll, I'll share it another time. Yeah. For sure. we just don't another have, podcast, we another podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll share. Do another podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just so, you know, to, to have these emotions tied to this vision and this manifestation that something is, especially something that's so important to me, which is really helping people and creating space to help people like this was something that was all of a sudden happening. And, um, to have it be ripped away really quick, that was really wild but i was it just so happened i was also reading the seven spiritual laws of deepak chopra mm -hmm. and i was literally just finished reading that chapter the day before mm. the law of detachment mm. and so like have your powerful intentions right have emotions tied to them but don't be attached mm -hmm. to not only the outcome but also the path mm -hmm. so, absolutely so that was cool um yeah what else was there there was some really powerful powerful ones and 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 even like i remember i woke up the morning before and i was getting into my meditation and i remember sitting at my counter and the first thing i was like i first took it personally i remember like looking up at the universe and i was like why like what the fuck bro like i do good shit i'm a good person i work hard i help people like why and i made it personal mm. And then um, I was able to realize real quick, like, it's never personal. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not personal. And I was like, fuck, all right, that's true. Another voice, like, just, like, womp came through. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not personal. Mm -hmm. It's just happening. Mm -hmm. And then that really helped, you know, get out of that victimhood. You know what I mean? Like, shift really quick. You know, like, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you type mm -hmm. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next, uh, there was an actual question that happened next that came through. And it's like... Does it change? Does it change anything? As as it's, it's what it was saying is what was it asking? Does it change who you are? Does it does it make you close in your heart? And I remember like I just was like, obviously not. Like fuck though, damn. Like no, yeah, no. And uh, it was like okay then, and that was fucking it. It yeah. was like boom, simple, simple, and. Um, did you do any psychedelics over that three weeks? No, no. I didn't. I was going to say. Yeah. Normally, if I'm like. Maybe you know, weed. Maybe weed. Yeah, cannabis is cool. But if I'm going through something, yeah. you know, I mean, people, I, I mean, sometimes I hear of people saying, you know, going through a really tough mm. time, you know, like some, I'm thinking about some psychedelics. Yeah. Be careful, man. Mm. You know, like. I did it with morning, my um, separation with Steph and it was very powerful and mm -hmm. really cool. But I, I mean, I also have a lot of experience with it. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, it depends on probably person to person in their mind sure. and they're just conscious awareness of like who they are on a psychedelic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, with all the meditation and breath work experience yeah. though, you know, you're able to like stay grounded during yes. the experience. Yeah. I always talk about it. Like, breathing properly is paramount to mm. having a good psychedelic experience yeah. and being able to actually navigate through it in any sort of way. Yes. You know, yes. that's how we travel between realms, not only in the psychedelic experience, but just right here, yes. you know, and you know this very well with the, with the breath work yeah. and all of that. It's a transcendental experience Yeah, and it's I, how we guide our reality. Yeah. You know, it's like the wind for our sails. Hmm. Yeah. It really like, the, the fact and you know what like it's like I, the fact that i was meditating and i do breath work on a daily basis allowed me to really handle this in a very awesome way 
And it was the same reason why I was able to handle my separation um, uh, with Steph in an awesome way. Mm. And it was the way I was able to handle my separation with Melly at the time in an awesome way, like doing breath work and doing my meditations and reconnecting to a higher vibration, my higher self, the universe, God, call it what you will, um, really allows me to be less reactive in this space. It allows me to see things through a loving lens with more empathy, more compassion, more grace, more stoicism, um, less reactive, right? Less primitive. And yeah, and that's fucking amazing. And then you're able to work through things. You're able to catch yourself not getting pulled into your, your, your egoic mind, your trance mm-hmm. state. And um, you're able to kind of stay awake, so to speak. It, mm-hmm. it was a, it was the toughest one to date, though, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I learned a lot, and it got me really excited, actually, because because mm. even though like it's gonna take longer to get where I thought I was going, uh-huh. I I see it. I yes. see it in such a way. Is I, it clearer? It's very clear. Yeah. It's very very clear. Um, very exciting as well. So yeah, I see it. It's all there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to, we don't have to talk about the fucking scam artist the whole time. Yeah, mantra was the big one. The mantra is the big one. I love that, dude. Yeah. That's powerful. Mantra That's powerful, big. dude. Our, our words are very powerful. Yeah, the mantra was huge for me. It got me out of it um, within just a few moments of using it. So very good stuff. Use a mantra if you're getting stuck. Uh, use mine. I think mine's pretty universal. I am at peace. I fully trust. And I fully allow. And before we move on, like that's I, that's one thing that I express to my clients. It's one thing that that I've become very very aware of within myself is, again, reality is reality, and there's going to be hard times and good times, especially in this human experience. And it's not about being always happy in this experience. It's not always about being in a blissed out state on ecstasy. That's 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 not what it's about. It's not about transcending the human experience. No. Mm-hmm. What's about what I feel it's about is that it's about being at peace at all times. Mm-hmm. And if we can master peace, um, I think it's just a much better experience. I think you can remove suffering in a way if you are at peace, right? And you're able to respond in love. Mm -hmm. And so I think mastering being at peace is is really important, is what's helped me uh, consistently since I started this work. Mm -hmm. Opening, Opening. feeling it all, seeing it all, and being at peace amidst that. Opening is huge, man. Yeah. Opening. That's what the psychedelic journey is. It's just a process of opening, mm-hmm. of feeling it all. Like, that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's just, you know, Rumi has a quote. He says, mm-hmm. you have to keep breaking your heart until it opens. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense you know? why people are, um, the person is so resistant, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like to be that open, to be that vulnerable, to be that authentic. Yeah. And it never has gotten the chance to. And if it was, it probably was too much or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. I could see why that flutter. I know that flutter. You know that flutter mm-hmm. when when it starts like setting in. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I hate this part." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I love this part." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool, dude. What's good going on in your life? Like you're in a whole new house. Yeah. You know, like Got a new crib. Yeah. Um, I like the crib. The neighborhood's a little simsy. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a little it simsy. I'm, it's a, a little simsy. I'm like I'm like waiting to like walk down the street, and every person simultaneously walk out their back porch with like a cup of coffee and like turn like a robot. Oh dear. It's like a movie. movie. Have a sip. That's it. I always joke. The people here though. I mean, Texas people are dope. Uh Um, the people in this neighborhood are dope. Um, yeah, I made some awesome friends already. A lot of people work with me now in the neighborhood, which is really cool. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I like the spot. The neighborhood shaman. 
Yeah, yeah, the crazy. We're, dude. we're just gonna quickly drum away that con artist. Oh yeah. Goodbye. Well, what's funny is, um, um, you know, they're always seeing me out there swinging these fucking maces around. Yeah. They probably think um bananas are interesting. One of the two. Yeah. Justin's uh, jacked as fuck for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, we're the baggy. You player. were, a, I mean, dude, I mean, you were a full blown bodybuilder. Yeah, that's true. It, that feels like um, a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. But so does the last time. I mean, the last time I was in Venice feels like a lifetime. It was only like two years ago. Mm. So, which is really interesting. I, um, yeah, that's wild. Because <laughs> I probably stopped competing 10 years ago. Really? Yeah, like I did. I, did, came I was going to say, you did, did one like one more. or two, right? Yeah, I came back at like 32 and did like the Ferrigno or some shit. That's what it was. Yeah. But outside of that, that was that was it. Yeah. So um What kept you like what what kept you working on? You just love it. Yeah, right? well, I think I think my why was always coming from a place of love. Hmm. So, you know, and, and for everybody's listening, if your why for working out isn't for love and it's for lack, it's gonna get hard. So make sure you train for the love of it, for the love of yourself and connecting with your person. Mm. So um, for me, I always trained for the love of it. I, it for me, it was a, it's a meditative state, um, connecting with my body. That was like my stick, always saying muscle mind connection on my mm-hmm. YouTube videos. And that was the reason why I was smoking weed and training. It, mm-hmm. it brought me in a meditative state. And, you know, it was definitely a big part of, of my awakening was mm-hmm. training and blazing mm-hmm. for sure, um, which, which is fucking hilarious and awesome. It's definitely a plant medicine, people. If uh, yeah. yeah, if you use it in the right ways, for me, it's 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 not only a great way to connect with my person and within my body, it also uh, opens a fucking portal for shit to come through all the time. Oh, yeah. My my best ideas, and I know you relate to this. Your be- like your really good ideas is when you have just the right amount. Yes. Uh, and all of a sudden, it's like download, 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 and then what you say is like it so comes out so well. And it's like, wait, I got to write this shit down. Because if you forget it, that was the only problem. Because you'll yeah. never remember oh, it again. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Sometimes it'll come back. Sometimes. Not usually. Most, no. Yeah. The worst is if I'll smoke before bed and I'm chilling <laughs> in bed and I have the best fucking idea, but I'm too lazy to go get up and get my fucking phone. Or shower. And I'm like, I'll remember. Or the shower. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'll remember this. I'll remember this. And I'm like, you're not going to fucking remember no. this. And I never even remember. No chance. It's no. like trying to remember a dream. Yeah. Yeah. It is like trying to remember a dream. I agree. So. Dude, you sharing that journey of your like awakening, the mm-hmm. blazing and training, whew, I think that had a, a far bigger impact than you think. Yeah, I never would have thought that. Um, like speaking from me personally, yeah, I swear to you, dude, I, you're the reason I started smoking weed before my workouts. That's cool. Which is what, which is what literally started me down the path I'm on today. Dude. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Thank and you. And the for mushrooms. That. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You Check. would post stacks. You would post a scale <laughs> with fucking 20 grams of mushrooms on it. And you'd be like, yes, yum, yay. Hashtag the weekend. Hashtag the Bro. wife. And, uh, <laughs> Bro. and, um, that made me feel something good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that was good. That's what would get, that's what got me interested My in doing psychedelics, dude. Hurt. That was a good one. My face was smiling hard for that one. It was like trying not to smile. Because you know the exact photos I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. What's funny is that Jared said the same thing. Cardona, the crazy trainer. Oh, yeah? He said the same thing. He's like, bro, he's like, 
I followed your shit like that. He's like, you got me into like smoking and training and mm-hmm. connecting with my muscles in that way. Mm. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's um, yeah, that was a good, those are good days. Those are good times, yeah. man. That was, yeah. I remember just, yeah, getting in my truck and smoking a fat fucking joint Yep. and going and I'd be doing weed reps where I don't even know how many I did, but yep. I was lost in the sauce. That sounds so fun. Yeah, I did that today, actually. Because I had a nice period of that, probably not as long as yours, because it ultimately got me to stop working out. Mm. Um, it led me to LSD, which led me yeah. to never working out again. Um, I you, still, I'm healthy. You, what's funny is, though, you get interested when you come see me. I know. You get, it, a, little, you get a little fucking training craving. Bro, I mean. I know. I if I, I didn't have the hand, I know I would be fucking going so hard right now. Justin, la- the last time I, I came know. to your house, I I, I had so you much fun. I ordered. I know. I had. I I went to on it and I ordered a bunch of fucking maces and kettlebells that were waiting for me when I got back. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. It's um. Yeah, you get a little juiced up here. That's cool, bro. I mean, well, you know, just to put it in perspective for everyone, like Justin has a full blown like yeah, gym in gym. the garage, yeah. and it's really nice yeah, like you put one. a lot of intention into it yeah. and it's and it's now it's and now it's a lot more functional training you're doing yeah a lot of know? functional unconventional thanks to you know jared was a big help to that i was getting into kettlebells with you but I, like i didn't know too much i was getting into the mace with you but i didn't know too much and you know i was doing basic stuff i don't even know what kind of got me into that either to be honest mm. like i remember when i was in venice was and- it gerardo no, no well. I, I know. Right. But he he got me really interested mm. in it. Like he was a pivotal point and like, oh, I'm, I want to check this out more because mm. he's such a flowy dude. And he's like, a G. Yeah, I like Gerardo. I like him, too. Um, but I was in I was in uh, L.A. in my home garage gym there when COVID was going down. And I remember making a random video. I didn't even know Mace's existed. Making a random video swinging like a sledgehammer like you would a mace. Mm. And I was even like doing creative moves with it and flipping it around and like and then I come to come to think that see that there's these things called maces. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I picked up my first mace at on it as well when I moved to uh moved to Texas and now I got like six of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I got I some really cool one. custom ones. Oh, really, do you? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw them with the faces. Yeah, I yeah, have the yeah. one with the faces. I have a a, a sick 35 pounds mace that's custom made. Um, and a, a 50 pound mace, which mm. is, which is nuts. It like feels like it's going to rip you off. Yeah. You Mine was off. 20. That's good though. Yeah. 20 is, 20 is fun because you can, I mean, even that it would be hard to like flow, flow. With. No, Most it was people, 15. That's still it was, good. It was, it was 15. Most people flow when they're like kind of doing the whole thing. It's like with 10 pounds to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, I regretted that. I remember yeah. being like. 15 pounds is a little heavy for that little like I can swing this and I can do this but like it's it's a little too much yeah I I just went to Jared's class last weekend and he was showing us like a it's just a cool flow um and I didn't realize we were doing a flow I thought we were swinging and so I like the first thing I did was like oh I'm gonna grab like a fucking 25 pounder and I grabbed like a 25 pounder and then right away we went to a a specific movie we were like holding it out real far and I'm like oh my goodness I gotta put this back and there was no more 10 pounders left and I grabbed the 15 Uh, and I was like this is still actually kind of challenging doing certain um moves yeah so I feel you um Justin our laptops have different times on them which that's uh interesting huh do they? Yeah, I just want to make sure that you we're know good. we're all good. Yeah, because mine says it's six, like six thirty, and I think yours is like seven. Seven thirty. But maybe I'm totally wrong. We are rooted and stoned. I can't see the clock from here. <laughs> I'll go check. Talk to the people. 
Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm just excited be to be here. Be here on your podcast, man. This is Dude, dope. It's, I know. It's an honor to have you on. It's just funny that um, I think I was wearing the same shirt and we were in the same chairs and a lot of the similarity would be cool to see. Are they different? It's mine is wrong. Okay, so it's 730? It's 7.30? 7.30 on the dot. All right, cool. We got like 25 minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. But yeah, moved here just only four months ago. Lots of cool change. Business is really cool, you know, like um, Nirvana's doing some really cool things. It's it's taken off in multiple spaces, I would say. You know, I'm the way that, um, you know, it works. It's I have so many different modalities and how I can really be of service. And like how you were mentioning earlier, like, oh, man, you still like you'll train somebody. I'm like, yeah, every now and then I'll have a person come through. And that's really dope that, you know, movement is such a, an important part of of awakening it's a part of connecting it's a part of healing and and so it's something that's near and dear to me it's reason why i still do it but yeah it's also it also goes perfect with a lot of my clients who heal through movement Mm. and so um yeah i I go through the movement with nirvana obviously the breath work and meditation Uh, i really got into sound healing as Mm. well um, with the bowls and the drums and the binaural beats like it's it's something that i'm even gonna look into even more um what else plant medicine obviously mm-hmm. and um the just the conscious conversations and so the newest venture is public speaking mm. so public speaking is the next step for me I, i've been able to do it twice now mm. um Where at? i did it for this company nlca which is a coaching company that teaches you how to be better coaches mm. it's like next level coaching academy mm. and they hired me at first which is wild they hired me at first you know, I thought just to do breath work and meditation and contrast therapy. So I was hired for three hours for these guys to lead them through a full transcendental breath work and then hold space and help, um, like a hundred people through this process. And then into hot and cold plunge, uh, cold plunge and saunas. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, dope, I'm down. And then when they released the flyer, they listed me as a, a speaker. Mm. And so my operation manager, Sarah, she reached out, she was like, you're, you're going to speak at this. And I'm like, no, I'm not speaking at that. I was like, I was like, no, I'm not speaking at that. I'm just leading the breath work. I'm just holding space and breath work and, and, and contrast therapy. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll let him know. I think she might've forgot or it just, I don't know, something. But in that space of her not letting them know, um, I'll try to run through this quick, was my, I, I met this dude uh, named Christian, really cool cat. And he was just really curious in my work. He was like, Justin, what do you do? You're really interesting. Like, like you're saying some wild shit that's blowing my mind. Who are you? What do you do? I want get to get to know you. I want to be around you. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy's really cool. He's a cool dude. So he um, he kept asking me what I do. And it's so funny. It's like, I, you know, I was telling like, well, I help people, you know, work through their relationships, whether it's staying in them or decoupling. I help people with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, addiction, what have you. And I was listening to all these things. But I was like, but what am I actually doing in this space to help all people? And then I was able to, like, you know, bring it to a point. And I was like, oh, well, I help people no longer identify with their egoic mind, mm. you know, in a nutshell. And I help them remember who they actually the fuck are. Mm. And um, and he was just like, man, that's so cool. And then he asked, you know, have you ever heard of Tony Robbins? And he's the first one that brought up Tony Robbins. Now, obviously, I've heard of Tony Robbins, but I actually never followed Tony Robbins. I've never looked into his work. I know he's done really great things. I know he's rich as fuck. Um, I know he's a big, jo- tall giant. Uh, but outside of that, I never actually listened to him or, or knew his work. But he popped up on my radar. A few of my other friends are like raving about him as well. 
And then I started watching a little bit of stuff and I was like, man, it's cool. It, he confirmed, um, a lot of the stuff that I talk about, um, how I, how I speak on it, different terms, but identical stuff, which really was cool for me to hear. Um, it, it, it really confirmed that, you know, I'm doing good things. Mm -hmm. And so that was really nice. And then I really was impressed on how he engaged with a crowd. Mm -hmm. He really got people to really engage. And, 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 um, and I never thought about public speaking at this point either, even though like I already turned down what Sarah said, like when I'm watching this, there was no thought of me doing public mm -hmm. speaking. I'm just like watching him do his thing and more so just listening to what he has to say. Anyway, like, you know, maybe a week goes by and I get up one morning, 4 a.m. because the dogs need to go out. And I sometimes come down if it's early, like four, I'll, st I'll sleep until five and I'll bring the pups up with me. Mm -hmm. So I bring them, I, I bring them up with me and I'm going to snooze from like four to five a.m. And, you know, a lot of times when you go to like snooze again, you don't really fall back asleep. But you fall into that trance space mm -hmm. where like some cool meditation shit can definitely happen. Mm -hmm. And so I fell into this trance space and I fell into like a deep vision or a deep dream or like I was there and here at the same time, possibly like a quantum thing. And, uh, I was speaking on stage. Mm. I was speaking on stage. <laughs> it was super powerful. I was talking about the stuff that I talk with my clients and mentor my clients through. I was breaking brains. Mm -hmm. Like it was really cool. And I woke up with such a knowing <laughs> With such a fucking knowing, like, you're supposed to speak. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to public speak. Mm -hmm. You need to be in front of people. And for the last two years, dude, um, everybody has commented on my voice. And it's come up. It comes up daily. Oh, your voice. Your voice does this. It, it calms me. It relaxes me. I can. And, and since that it's been coming up, I've realized whatever it is, I can use it as a tool. So I, I use it really well during my breath work ceremonies. Uh, my plant medicine ceremony, I use it as like literally a guiding vibrational tool. And, um, and so it's just kind of synchronistic as well. Um, with the public speaking, I can really get people to get engaged. Um, where am I going? Uh, but basically, uh, I started writing, I started writing the next morning, mm -hmm. I got on my computer and started writing like, all right, if I were to public speak about the shit that I'm talking about and how I help people, I, let's see what that looks like. So I started writing it out and writing it out. And then I, halfway through it i hit up sarah i'm like yo i'm totally public speaking at this event like did you write them she's like oh no they i, I didn't write them or no they didn't get back to me or what have you but i was still public speaking at wow. this time and i'm like i'm doing it and she's like yeah and i'm like yeah i'm doing it so i i literally created this whole 25 30 minute speaking part wow. and got a a, a powerpoint yeah, like never wow. did. Yeah, and uh, did you use notes or did you just? So I I did notes this time, um, which is which is the only thing I I'm excited to not do because then I can actually be fully engaged and fully present as yeah. opposed to like looking at a screen. Dude, it's and your like, first time. I know, I know. You I went know. for thirty minutes. Yeah, it was like wow. a thirty minute thirty minute thing of getting into that kind of stuff and and then led them through a full transcendental breath work and then into the contrast therapy. So it was a really powerful event. People had powerful experiences, yeah. but. And then, so then I went to the, and so it's, it keeps going. So I had this great event and then my boy Joey comes in town to visit me on a whim and he brings up Tony Robbins again. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And he's like, it's next weekend. We should go. And I'm like, 
a Tony Robbins event? He's like, yeah, you should go. Like, I think, I think you should go to this and see, and see what he's about. If you want to get into public speaking, he'd be the best to learn from. And I'm like, okay, I think I need to go. Cause Tony Robbins has come up like a handful of times and the public speaking dream or vision, whatever the fuck that was. And the fact that I'm getting pushed into this space, people are just signing me up to do it. Another thing that happened in another space. Um, and so I went, I went this last weekend and it was cool it was really cool um again like i was able to see like how he really engaged within the crowd how he kept them energized how he kept them focused uh, obviously over a four-day span and people sitting in seats for 12 to 14 hours you you definitely but what i really liked about it is that he was informing him everybody on like why he was doing what he was doing he was he was educating them on the process that he was doing which I thought was really brilliant, and um, and it made it very authentic mm-hmm. and and fun for a lot of people. They, I think if he didn't do that, people would have maybe assumed he's like trying to manipulate or what have you. But he's explaining the whole process and yeah. how it all works energetically, and he's speaking facts, he's speaking mm-hmm. truths because I, I know the language. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just really cool, and it really just motivated me again to see like the things he was talking about and how he speaks about things. It really aligned with how I work. And so literally I started building like my one day full immersive event within mm-hmm. my mind and on paper and who would be in it. And I'm motivated. Mm-hmm. So, beautiful, dude. yeah. Well, it's crazy. It's pretty incredible how when you're tuned into your life, the synchronicities that come yeah. in, you know, when you actually have the space to see it yes. and to feel into it and actually walk through it. Because when there's so much going on, you know, yeah. you're not even available. That would just, that shit would just go right over here. I don't have time for Tony Robbins. Yeah. I'm busy. I got shit to do. Dude. You know, it just goes right over your head. Yeah. If you're not tuned into your life. You're right. You know, like I was aware that it came up again. I was aware that his name came up again. I was aware. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I got you, man. I'm like, and I remember going there and my buddy Joey's like, what are you going for? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I was just, exactly. I was like, I have no idea why I'm here, Um, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's my alarm for, (laughs) to tell me that, 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 I know it's so good. Dude, and what's crazy is that this whole synchronicity with you public speaking is synchronistic with me. Mm. Get this. I've never thought about it in my life. And just today, I was on the phone with Mackenzie and I was talking to her about how proud and excited I am that Ohio has recreationally legalized cannabis. Dope. Ohio, where I'm from. But my great concern is that 99% of cannabis is trash. And I've been on my whole journey with cannabis of when I used to do 20 bong rips a day of just chemically yeah, yeah, you yeah. know overproduced crap it's like 40 50 percent thc you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and um and then i went on my whole journey of like moving to california and getting into homegrown and then getting into organic you know and cannabis yeah and so my my concern is like okay yeah this is great there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to be more accepting of cannabis you know older people you know it's going to change a lot of things it is, it's going to yeah. be really cool to see um, however, there's going to be a lot of people who have bad experiences with the too strong of weed. It's going to be, it's, it, it gives you anxiety. Like yeah. I've had fucking panic attacks smoking some of the cannabis that yeah. goes around. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I said, I said to her, I said, I said, you know what I need, I'm going to, I'm going to book some, some speaking gigs to go talk to people about cannabis, about cannabis, about organic this. cannabis. 
I like this. Yeah. Education on cannabis. I literally said that to her today. I said, you know, I'm going to reach out to some people in Cleveland and different areas. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this. I like this. I think people should be educated about it. I really want to start my own company in Ohio and have my own dispensary. Obviously that's going to take a lot more money. If you're listening and you want to invest, let me know. It'd be cool if you like, you, you first do the, like, uh, almost like a live podcast. Mm. So you can educate twice, right? On a podcast yes. oh, and, and then maybe have like, have like 50 people come through and then at the end, everybody smokes together. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be cool. It's, it's legal as of uh, December 7th. I mean, everybody just a few weeks together and clear out the chairs and you all dance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That'd be be cool. You can come. Yeah, I'll be there. Good. Yeah. (laughs) I like this. Nice, man. Good. Yeah. You know, dispensaries won't be open until, you know, a couple of months, but it'll be very cool, man. You know, I've never given a fuck that it's legal, but it certainly like lifts the vibe. Yeah. It lifts the vibe, you know, yeah. and it, it changes the vibe and it changes things. Yeah. I'm really excited and proud of Ohio. It's always been powerful for me. Um, but I agree. Like, I think it's very important to know where your weed is sourced from. Mm-hmm. That it's not being sprayed. Or I think uh, intentions are, are very, that's why we like only really like smoking Gerardo's weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know, there's like love went into it for and sure. prayer went into it. So in the same way, I'm so specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with mushrooms, folks. Like oh, everything, everything. Any your water, plant medicine your food, you're using, your clothes. Your f- oh yeah, anything. Yeah, Any, we're every, talking about plant medicine. Yeah, anything, it's everything, anything. Yeah, it's everything. I'm wearing this shirt because I know it's 100 percent cotton. Yeah, you know. Yeah, dude. You know, That's the, a, the, the 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 feng shui is from head to toe. All of it. All yeah, of it. I like it. It's just you know that's that's really you know there's an amazing quote. It's not an original Terrence quote, but Terrence was a big fan of it. I forget who it is, but it's a great quote, man care for the project of being yes that's you a know. cool quote yes it is yeah tend to the garden you know yeah like tend to the you know jack cornfield yeah uh, you know him no he's like with the ram das group he's uh, uh he's a uh, he's an og uh, okay one of those guys and he has a quote um where he says tend to the part of the garden you can touch hmm you know, mm. and that's manifestation because mm. manifestation is practical. It's using the resources available, yeah. you know, and taking care of them. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's a big part. A lot of, I would say, s- spiritual people kind of um, don't pay attention to mm-hmm. is the conscious consumerism. Oh, it's huge. It's all of it. Dude, Terrence it's has actually, this whole thing. I posted it. It's once all of it. Where it's, he's like, it's really all. Of it. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he has this whole rant where he talks about he's like seemingly smart people, you know, behave in idiotic ways, uh, shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he just he talks. He's like, it's just it's a disgrace. It's a hard one for the ego. That's uh-huh. one of the most difficult. Whenever I'm doing my calls, that one I have to I have to introduce that very slowly because because uh-huh. most of the stuff that we you know are interacting with, we don't realize that it's a low vibration, that it wasn't made with loving intentions, and a lot of those things. Um, many people still identify with and it's a part of them and it's personal to them. So, and it's also a vice. A lot of it is a vice and a lot of it's comfort, right? Um, a lot of it's addiction as well. So when you're like, Hey, that right there, like not only is it not good for you, but it's also like the way they're making it. It's a low vibration this way. It's a low vibration that way. And, you know, and even if they understand how energy works, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think comfort and convenience trumps a lot of, a lot of, um, making that a better choice. 
Well, that was like one of the last things for me. That's a, I know? think it's the last thing for most people. So yeah. it's it's one, give yourself grace, people, when you're going through it. Yeah. yeah, like don't overwhelm yourself. Start off with very something simple, like yeah. just your water. Yeah. Start off with just That's your water. How I started. Yeah, there you go. I like, would drive to a local spring, fill yeah. up a bunch of spring water, yeah, and I was like, just your water. and then you know, then the food. Yep. And yep. then um, you know, the space. Yes. And then uh, you know, and then I realized about the clothes, clothes thing too. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. You know, even like, uh, you know, I was in Airbnb the other day and like I said, you know, I was laying on that mattress and these Polyester. sheets and pillow. Yeah. And it was all like silky and like, you know, fake. And I, and I felt that, felt it, man. Yeah. Like I fucking felt that because yeah. I've only been wearing cotton. Yeah. And people, people that are doing the work know exactly what we're talking about because <laughs> you, you start tapping into your energies, your vibrations. Yeah. yeah you can, you can feel it with music. Oh. Man, like low vibrational music, low vibrational TV. My whole playlist have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Loving right. music. And like it continues to. Yeah. You know. Dope. Like the vibes. And again, like back into like where you get your weed, where you get your mushrooms from. Right. It's the same shit. So, yeah, that's important. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, you know, people on the Internet, you know, quote unquote, spiritual people, you know, posting at Wingstop. Yeah. Uh, what is going on? It's just a blind spot. What it's are you a, up to? It's a blind spot. Ugh. It's a, it's a, How do it's you not a, feel that? <laughs> I think, I mind. think, in, you know what it is? I think it's in time. I think, you know, I see, we see it and we saw it in the fitness industry, you know, I think what people want to be like um, a trainer, right? They do the weekend course and now they're a trainer, but, and maybe they read a few books so they conceptualize it on a very basic level, but there's like some inner wisdom that just isn't there yet. And I mean, it's the same thing in the spiritual community for sure. There's, there's people that do a ceremony, you know, and, and, or, or do a breathwork certification in a weekend. And they're kind of falling to that same path where they've read a few books, so they conceptualize it, but there's a deep inner wisdom that's still, I think 10 years down the road. Right. It's just like, you know, I've been in this space now for 10 years, you know, my, my awakening, so to speak, started at age 30 and, um, I'm 40 now. So, and it was a process of awakening and falling back asleep and awakening and falling back asleep. I didn't probably fully, I would say, awaken to where I always remember now mm -hmm. until only like three and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. So around 36, 37 is when I I, um, I re really remembered and I never forgot. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's amazing, yes. you know, but it, it was like seven years, six to seven years of consistent unaware shit still happening and so it's a, it's definitely a part of the the journey mm. yeah and everybody's journey is their own journey too so mm -hmm. yeah and you know and it, and that can only really come from wisdom only comes from experience correct you know that's a good point authentic I, yeah. experience yeah you know like first-hand accounts because yeah. so many of us are living in a second-hand account kind of world mm -hmm. we have a lot of opinions about things that we've never actually experienced Had, ourselves yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's where humanity's at right now. You know, we, we read books and we we watch videos and, you know, we think that we understand. Oh, yeah, I watched a video about what Afghanistan is like. I understand. You know, <laughs> oh, damn the alarm. Yeah. Listen, everybody, we'll do some more podcasts um, for sure. And if you want to see a crazy evolution and a journey, we have like four or five or something out already yeah. together. Yeah. Because we have... You know, we have the one in person and then we have, uh, you know, quite a few Zooms.
We do a few Zooms, we don't do. we? We do. We have the Space to Grow podcast. That's so true. Yeah, we That's did like two or three episodes. Two or three of those. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. But yeah, we'll we'll make this happen again because I think we can get into a lot of fucking cool stuff. No man. If we had three hours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this would be good. This would be like a little bit of a... Yeah. I want to see more. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's a teaser. All right, it's cool. It's a teaser. Yeah, everybody like listening, like go follow Justin. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Justin's you. the guy. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to being back on and reconnecting. Mm-hmm. Justin and like Justin's been a big part of you're also like my my kind of social media journey mm. like how you would just put 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 out anything yeah you know yeah you would yeah. just post anything you'd like yeah. post a picture of like you know anything <laughs> a, a a a cut up watermelon and say hashtag yes yum yay and that was it that was the post that was it that was it everyone always asks like how do you have so many posts and like because i just would post anything anything and it would do well i know he'd post a picture of a black and white photo of a joint in an ashtray you know <laughs> hashtag pre-workout or something you know yo bro that's so funny <laughs> That's because I don't post. It's so funny, like the evolution of my posting. But that is when you say it like that, it's fucking funny. Oh, dude. I did a lot of that. It's It's so true. That was all day, every day. That was true. You'd get on Instagram and there's like feet or a butt. Yeah, yeah. Just random. Or uh, joint or, you know. (laughs) I literally, it's like anything I thought of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like fucking stoned. Working yeah. out in California yeah. under the sun. Like, oh, yes, that, yum, yay. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> That's fucking epic. Thank you for pointing that out. That's good. My face is hurting from this. So, this is good. Well, it's um, epic, dude. Yeah. Thanks Everybody again. go follow Justin. What is it on Insta? Justin, Justin D. Lovato. Justin D. Lovato. And if you want to check out Nirvana, nirvanamindbody.com. Hmm. And that's cool. your private group. And that's where you do your breath work and everything. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Breath work and shit like that. That's your other alarm. All right, cool. All right, we got to run, everybody. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> that was great. That was perfect, man. That was really good. Thank you guys for watching that episode. Really appreciate it. Again, you can get an I'm Feeling Mushroomy t-shirt if you want. Link is in the description. And stay tuned. We have a lot of adventures coming and a lot of great podcasts. And I really appreciate you guys for watching if you made it this far. If you want exclusive content and if you want to see my videos early, you can check out Patreon. That will be in the description. Thank you again for watching. Make sure to tap in with me on Instagram and TikTok and all that shit. Got a lot of cool things going on. Love you guys. See ya.